let it drop. Come in live and in charge, pod 13. Welcome to the experience. Late night pod. Late night pod feels good. This is way later than usual. Usually it's about like 11 in the morning. Yeah. But. This is super late. Yeah, it's 6 o'clock, 6 I p.m. I barely keep my eyes open. I know. Usually we just pump ourselves with coffee all day. <sighs> yeah. Today was a little different. I took a nap. Feels pretty good. I'm wide, refreshed, awake. I'm getting there. I'll be awake in a few minutes, I'm sure. All right. All right. Uh, as we're waiting for Mike to boot up. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Pod 13. Uh, Mike and I are really excited about uh, getting it going. Um, we're at almost... We're at 80 followers on Instagram. That's one thing. Yeah, road to 100, too. That's exciting biz. We're road to 100. Um, we got a lot of supporters. We have our first hater. Hell yeah. Really happy <laughs> about that. If you got haters, that means you're doing something right, right? So, right. Uh, that's really excited. Um, we are... Um, this is the what the third month so this is the third month in a week we yeah last pod was three months yeah so yeah every week so um three months 90 days mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nice yeah it's cool definitely felt uh fallen into uh a habit which is cool that's a start i like doing it each week yeah absolutely i feel great doing it yeah i feel really good um yeah cheers to some more Happily would do a lot more to come. 350 to go. Two to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we got 360. <laughs> it was a weird number. We need 365. 365. Yep. That's how many we need. That's how many we need. <laughs> then we'll know we made it at 365. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Then we'll be just touting something outrageous <laughs> at that point. Only 11,050 more to go. 1,600. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we had some pretty chill weeks. Uh, and we, we actually been hanging out pretty good this week. Um, days off working towards pod. Yeah. Doing some pod things, some not. Um, where'd we go? Mystic? Yeah, Mystic, so we went first, we went to Mystic, Connecticut. Um, recent, recent. Yeah, that's A couple cool. days ago together, we, uh, went to a apple cider mill. Mm-hmm. We saw... That must have been how they were making the cider was like the top thing dripping onto the table, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pretty they, much went on a, a double date. Charlotte and then his girlfriend showed up. It was it was supposed <laughs> to be our date, but I guess I'll take it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so it was cool. We had a good a bunch of cool pictures. Um, they did a lot of photography recently. So they must squish the apples and just drip them down? Yeah, probably. Is that how it works? Yeah, they didn't even really... There wasn't a tour or anything. It was nah, just it like a shop, pretty mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be really into it. Like, this is yeah, what we no. do here down in old Mystic, Connecticut. I pump these apples down my gullet, and I squirt out some cider. You'd think. They were just pretty boring about it. It seemed like the guy hated his job. Yeah. It's like, all right, this isn't what I expected, but... That's but not really cool. We got a lot of cool shit. We got a mm-hmm. lot of cool sauces. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of cool uh, baked goods. Mm-hmm. Did you eat that mm-hmm. turnover yet? Uh, all of our turnovers are gone. Yeah, we bought. That I was bought. Good. I bought a ridiculous amount. I felt like such a touristy guy. <laughs> I, I walked in. I uh, just grabbed like three of everything, and I get to the front <laughs> with an arm full of just five donuts, three turnovers, like a gallon of apple cider. Everybody who's like the regulars are looking at me like, "What's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> 
Well, your grandpa's got a sweet tooth, right? I know. My house has a sweet tooth, so we love the donuts and the turnovers and all that stuff. So my family definitely does too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I had great donuts. I got like pumpkin butter, which was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, After we hit the cider mill, we took a few pictures and then. We went to some seafood restaurant that was really hard to find. Row 36. It was pretty good, though. Is that what it was? No, it was called Red 36. Yeah, I remember R and 36. Yeah, R36. Definitely wasn't the name. There was like six signs leading up to it. We walked like three miles, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And like um, yeah, we finally got there and had pretty good lobster roll. Yeah, it was solid. Would you, you gave it an 8.5. I think 5. I gave it an 8.5, too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to... Learn the ways of the lobster. The lobster and rolls, yeah. Z's he's relatively new. He's relatively new to the lobsters, but yeah. Hey, we'll take it. I was trying to get me lobsters for like ten years. Finally did, so I'll take it. I really fuck with bisque too. Now I learned lobster bisque. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just a reduction of lobster. But uh, at Provisions, they have it, and it's really good. They do. Yeah. Well, I've been lied to. I went in there and I was like, yeah. Actually, they switched because I know Provisions. Um, actually, no, I'm thinking Bostonia, right? Yeah, next yeah, door, yeah. right around the corner. They don't, yeah, have it. they don't, they only have chowder, mm-hmm. but provisions, mm-hmm. I think, recently just got bisque and okay, okay. I've had it twice. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I had a good lobster roll. Mm-hmm. And then on the last leg of our trip, mm-hmm. we, we entered did a, a lot that day. We did, we did a lot that day. It was a big day. I was mm-hmm. tired at the end of it. Me too. Um, we well, I, I actually napped, so I was a little. We ate a lot of sweets too, and like uh, I actually started my day off with sweets with donuts. Hmm. It was kind of like quick question. When we on our way back, I've had mixed reactions to this, but if you are the driver on a long trip, yeah, and you your passengers, so what we drove like two hours, hour and a half. It was hour and a half. Hour and a half. As the driver, do you get upset when? the passengers sleep no or is it something that's okay for you no i'm fine with it Mm. like i'm more concerned like i hit a few bumps and you woke up a few times and i was like yeah yeah, (laughs) see that's a courteous driver because i know like i mean it's like sort of out of my hands if i'm just on the Mm -hmm. highway and there's like bumps but I hate getting woken up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. You're kidding me? Yeah. You know how long it took me to Can't you just miss the bumps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I feel like I feel for the passengers more than... Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, it sucks driving for, like, extended periods of time, mm-hmm. but... It's definitely... I it, enjoyed that drive because I got to listen to, like, a full podcast, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was, like, unbothered. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's definitely a mixed bag. A lot of people are, like... I've talked to a lot of people who are like, oh, I hate it. Like, <laughs> if you're a passenger and you're with me in the car, you have to stay up because I'm staying up. I'm like, well, I'm not driving. Like, yeah, why are you forcing me to do that? I had a couple people feel that way, and I'm just like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't know not I. Um, but yeah, the last leg of our trip, we entered this weird tourist town thing. It was really weird. It was like a mini town. I don't even know what it was called. We probably should have figured out what it was called, but the most interesting shop was mm-hmm. a honey shop yeah which and they did honey tastings which is unheard amazing. of yeah i've never heard of that before <laughs> and i was like this is probably the greatest invention since the light bulb it was great since electricity we spent so much time in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um 
I tried habanero honey. I got a jar of habanero honey. I tried coconut, key lime pie, coffee bean, mm-hmm. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you already all, said habanero, right? Yeah, that was the first. That's one. the best one. Yeah, I think it was. Well, yeah. I mean, I we really like. I really like one. coconut. But you're not a huge fan of coconut, no. so I love the smell though. I use coconut each, oil a lot, but right. to each their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting is the lady gave us like a pretty good presentation, and mm-hmm. also she said that all the honeys were flavored by like the bees pollinating certain things. Yeah, like, the like the flowers of whatever it was. So I think it was like I don't whatever the the for the pepper. It was literally bees flowering yeah with like pollinating yeah. whatever flowers or whatever which mm-hmm. is like crazy to me to th- think that it absorbs the flavor through the pollen mm-hmm. isn't that kind of cool yeah well yeah well i think yeah it is cool i think it, it makes sense but it's definitely still a really cool yeah i definitely agree with that because like i would assume if if no one were to tell me that i would have just assumed that like they made a bunch of honey and then they mixed in different flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said, I was curious because we got habanero and garlic. Yeah. And there's actual pieces of garlic in the honey. So I'm like, can honey naturally doesn't have like an, an expiration date. Yeah. But I'm like, what about the garlic inside of it? She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, same thing. Like, what? So I missed that. That's interesting. Yeah. Too. So I was like, oh, maybe so the honey like preserves it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we should just. Forget, Maybe instead like, of like freezing ourselves now, we should just exactly women jump in a honey pot. Like, yeah, everybody, if you want to keep your skin fresh, just <laughs> submerge yourself in honey, habanero honey. Fuck these like uh, floating tank things. Just mm-hmm. go into a tank of honey. You know what? We should just cancel the podcast. Yeah, just throw all of our life savings into into honey, honey. farming into honey. <laughs> Become a bee king. Yeah, and then just master of get our honey popping. <laughs> this honey game popping. Get your money up. Get a honey farm. Just That's how you, you want to stack money? Forget Forex. Get honey. Honey. Get on that honey exchange. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pooh's the godfather. But they also had like balsamic vinegar and shit that we didn't explore because we were taking way other too tastings. much time. Yeah, I am so because I feel like had... other people too are just indecisive when it comes to just like because you get a tasting yeah. and there was like thirty honeys out there. I so know, like, I, I gotta to at all. least try them all. Yeah, like <laughs> I can't just I can't not know what what Parmesan honey tastes like. Yeah. Like I gotta know. And we spent like an hour in there mm-hmm. and like we didn't even mm-hmm. get through half of the store because no. there was the balsamic. Like mm-hmm. the vinegar side, and, and like they also have different vinegars that pair well with the honeys, and that shit's mm-hmm. crazy. Imagine like doing that whole tasting and going back and forth, like, oh, well, this pairs well with this, and you're like getting sips of each of them. Little honey sips. What was the name of Sticky the Situations? Sticky Situations. And I know you guys <laughs> are like at home, like, wow, that's a great name. Sticky Situations. <laughs> I should have thought of that. Honey Sticky, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely plugging this. They have great, great stuff. I wanted to do a couple orders myself outside. I just told myself when I walked in, I'm not getting anything. And then, <laughs> really? like, I ended That's up funny. getting two things. Yeah. And then she was like, as I'm leaving, she's like, wait, did you try our cinnamon honey butter? Like, oh, I did not, actually. <laughs> oh, that shit was so good. It was amazing. It, it was, was fantastic. One. If you guys are in the market for honey, you know where to go. 
sticky situation. Sticky situation. Absolutely. But it was also Absolutely. funny because we we went to another store and the lady was like, "Oh, you like that honey?" She saw oh, that yeah. we had the honey bag, and we were so excited about it. She saw the happiness on our faces. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, if you really want some uncut." raw honey yeah you should go down to the tea store yeah and it I'm was like, like what it was kind of weird it's like we walked into like a bad neighborhood and she was like hey, yeah right hey kid <laughs> like, looking what? for some honey <laughs> yeah like what you hurting you bro hurting? you hurting <laughs> got some honey for you some raw uncut we don't cut we don't cut around that here. colombian honey i see i guess so some, <laughs> something like that something of that nature that quality yeah um, speaking of uh the uncut goods the uncut straight from from the market straight to the streets <laughs> uh we got to go into it we got to go into it wait before we get into that let's um shout out the people that we've been meaning to shout out absolutely um, absolutely we had a get couple couple star listeners this week mm-hmm. um one being my girlfriend mm-hmm. who did a lot of photo taking and photo editing mm-hmm. for the Instagram and also for um what else? Oh, we well, changed our YouTube profile picture mm-hmm. too. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and we also um Oh, Charlotte reached out to the company that I spoke to spoke mm. about last mm-hmm. podcast, the Yerba Mate company mm-hmm. that donates fifty percent of its profits to addiction causes. Mm-hmm. Um, to viewers who don't know, my girlfriend has a pretty popular Relatively. food Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very not popular. as cool as us. <laughs> no, very popular called before the bike go check mm-hmm. her out yeah check on it out on instagram, instagram before the bike um, but she's really excited about the yerba mate too mm-hmm. and so she reached out to clean and uh clean is sending her a a um like a sampler mm-hmm. to try out the different flavors of the mate mm-hmm. so that was really cool because it's a cause i value and it's mm-hmm. also a drink that i'm interested in and enjoy drinking so mm-hmm. that was Cool of Charlotte and cool of the company Clean to do that. Um, our second shout out goes to a person named Herson. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's actually person, but with a G. Ever think of that? Gerson? Yeah. <laughs> He's just a person with a G. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Heard. But Heard. he wrote in. And gave us his feedback on the existential question mm-hmm. of last week, which was really cool. And mm-hmm. it was really good to hear input from a from a viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look forward to hearing from more of you in the yeah, future. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to shout out more people. Um, messaging just in. Uh, yeah, messaging in is uh, applicable things about the pod. Uh, maybe enjoyment, uh, things you may not like. Uh, everything helps definitely constructive criticism is definitely warranted or just shit on us yeah it doesn't need to be yeah. constructive necessarily i guess so sometimes we need to be told so what's reactions what reactions are good reactions i guess yeah <laughs> 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 <Word. laughs> a bunch of cool stuff going on definitely how was your week uh myself was cool um 
didn't do anything really crazy this week. Um, a lot of studying for real estate exam, naturally. A lot of people who know me know that. Uh, but other than that, just laying low, trying to stay out of trouble. Nice. Do you Nothing take any else. more pictures aside from the the two photo oh, trips the, we um, took? Um, no, I wanted to take some. I should have took some while you were out, but no, not many. As people know, I'm taking like a low, like I'm trying to just learn a little bit more about photography. I wouldn't really say I'm a hobbyist yet, but I definitely want to learn. So it's pretty funny. We actually had a little like uh, uh, a photo date. We had a a run in with a fellow hobby photographer. It it was weird. It was like a, like we just got hunted down by a hobbyist. (laughs) I was just taking some photos of, um, uh, Mike and Charlotte and some woman's like oh my gosh are you taking photos I'm like yeah well what do you think I'm doing when I point and shoot but <laughs> she's like I'm just a hobbyist I just really love photos like oh my gosh like what are you posting these on like do you take photos professionally like that I'm like nah I just like taking photos so she's like all right let me see so she like takes the camera out of my <laughs> hands and it's like yeah we can just put the light as a backdrop over here and then put the ISO down and then I'm like she's like I'm just such a hobbyist I'm like yeah I've never seen such an aggressive photographer before like chill out it's not that yeah. serious <laughs> i almost out here trying to learn something it's like she's trying to teach me i felt a slightly uncomfortable because i felt like i couldn't move yeah because like, hey, you, you guys you guys because did you take it yet it turned it turned from me just taking photos of you guys into yeah. like now you guys are subjects so you guys <laughs> right, gotta yeah. stand here and like present yourselves in a certain way and it like, went down there to take pictures of us yeah it's like mike I and i not yeah not right the not photo that i was setting the photo the photo i was setting was charlotte and mike so yeah because we like just got there and mm-hmm. whatever just to check but some photos she now. followed she followed us on spotify so yeah, hopefully she she's listening and shout yeah. out because you know what you make the podcast happen. You literally do. You are literally fueling the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's all still love. It's nothing. It yeah. was just an interesting interaction. Uh, I loved her excitement. Something like that before, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. I love her excitement, though. It was really cool. I wonder. It would be really cool if she was listening, though, because she definitely got shouted yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. Other than that, nothing much. That was probably the most eventful thing that happened yeah. to me this week. I mean, the most eventful thing for me was the Cider House. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've just been watching Netflix. I watched... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, what? You just reminded me, but go ahead. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> Haunting of Bly Manor came out. I don't even know what that is. And that's a sequel, or maybe it's a prequel. I don't know. But it's like How connected. well known is it? Will I see someone who's listening to this who's like, You've never heard of Haunting of Bly Manor? Um... I don't know. Did you hear? Do you have you heard of uh, Haunting of Hill House before? Nope. No, then mm-hmm. probably not. Good. Um, it's so just I'm in the loop. It's sort of like a horror Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all right. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm about to watch the season finale. It is like can be scary at some at times. Um, story's pretty good. There's a lot of monologuing, mm. which. I don't know. Monologuing can be cool. It can, but like it's like Wasn't very it, um, similar monologues. Every oh, time. every time. Yeah. So I'm thinking of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Like 90% of it was monologues. Yeah. And that's like the best story that's ever. Like, yeah, it's a classic. So. <laughs> a classic. <laughs> um, yeah, you reminded me though, because you were talking about Netflix, and I just finished watching the greatest show that has ever been watched, produced, created all right, in history. Ahead. The Good Place with Kristen Bell. 
just the greatest actress of our generation. I think I've seen parts of it, like just a thumbnail or whatever, mm-hmm. and it looks. Um... It's it, it, the way that it looks is not the way that it is, which is really interesting. It has like a slight sci-fi hint to it, but it oh. also addresses like some uh, light-hearted ways to existential questions, just like what happens after you die. So, oh, dude, I was really into it. I'm into that. Super bro. into it. So. Bruh. Highly recommend. I have a lot of people who I talk to about it. They're like, oh my gosh, The Good Place. The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll check so, it out, possibly. Mm-hmm. Once I finish Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Um, and after I unlock all the characters in Super Smash mm-hmm. Brothers. Which is going to take a thousand years. Nah. I'm done. How many do you have? I don't know a count, but like, I think I have like maybe two or three left. I know I need Bowser Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. All right, let's see. How many characters? 74 characters. I was about to say there's like 64. In the in the original game cuz there's the DLC characters too, right? Um every Super Smash Bros ultimate character 74. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll get there eventually and I'll definitely keep the podcast posted every mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. People are very interested. Yeah. Um other than that, I oh I revisited Blue Ribbon, which mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite barbecue mm-hmm. places. Barbecue place, yeah, right um, in Newton's very own. Yeah, it's been a while since I went there. Mm-hmm. They catered my graduation party, and I might have not had it since then. But I had some jerk chicken and I had some brisket, and it was delicious. Jerk chicken, Look yep. at you being all cultured. Yeah, I know. I'm like, who are you? A man of all trades. Hey, you're and... not the same man. I'm different. <laughs> I'm different. I'm built now. different. I'm just fucking built different. different what do they even know about really it? We're just built normal, different. Dog. But yeah, that was pretty much my whole week. Pretty boring week. Um, big news in the pharmaceutical. This is what I was very excited to get into, by the way, everyone. So. Side of the world. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Purdue Pharma, mm-hmm. the producer of Oxycontin. Um, has pled guilty to three federal criminal charges for its role in creating the nation's opioid crisis and will pay more than $8 billion and close down the company. Um, yeah, so which is cool because, like, what I thought was really interesting about this story was that the company's net worth was only estimated at $13 billion. So... If you don't know how companies work, you can't liquidate your assets all at once because you'll pretty much just send your stock into a frenzy because everyone will be like, why are you liquidating all these assets? Is there something you should tell us? So I'm taking my money out. So the only way for them to do this is by shutting down. So this company is pretty much just pretty much going to be bankrupt after this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what's actually happening is they agreed... Um, to pay three point five billion fine, as well as forfeit an additional two billion in past profits, in addition to the two point eight billion it agreed to pay in civil liability, mm-hmm. and then, after all that payments and stuff, uh, its assets will be used to create a new public benefit company controlled by a trust or similar entity. Designed for the benefit of the American public, which is interesting, because that's pretty much just like a. Um, it's like it does. It's not for profit. It's basically, yeah. 
It's just yeah to you know benefit the public. Um, and its future earnings will go to paying the fines and penalties, which in turn will be used to combat the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. So it is like, you know, trying to, it's like moving forward to making up for the crisis it created, mm-hmm. I guess. And people who don't know who haven't ever had like a serious injury or needed any type of um, oxy or affiliate, oxycontin, a lot of times people would be receiving it for injuries so if you had like a uh, a surgery this is usually what they would prescribe you and say the likeliness of you getting addicted to it would be so low that it didn't really matter it's pretty right. much non-existent yeah. but naturally pretty much all the oxy family has like a high addiction rate yeah um we were talking about this earlier but there was a there was a lot of commercials kind of glorifying oxycontin in the past and mm-hmm. like you know, it'd be people like playing tennis or like, you know, mm-hmm. being active and they'd be like, Oh, well now that I take oxycodone, I feel fine and like there's no real bad um repercussions for repercussions mm-hmm. or consequences. Mm-hmm. Um more side effects. But mm-hmm. uh it turns out it's super addictive and there's actually like a YouTube video online that follows up with all the people that were in the commercials. I meant to ask you this too. Was this satire or was it like the actual follow up with the people from the? It was commercial? actual follow up. Oh, I yeah. See. Um, two of them are dead. Other mm-hmm. ones are like in and out of rehabs and like, mm-hmm. you know, in their addictions. Um, then one lady was fine. I don't know. She's like an older lady. She's probably in like a senior citizen home. Mm-hmm. You know, just eating those oxys, mm-hmm. getting turned. It's just pretty crazy that these companies are allowed to get so big and abuse so much of their power. Right. And it's also, it's because Purdue Farmer, to my knowledge, is the same company that produces Suboxone. Um, so it's crazy, like... You want to explain Suboxone? So Suboxone is a medicine to help with the withdrawals of opioid dependence and stuff so pretty much the company that's supplying the opioid pandemic is also supplying like the, the solution to the opioid pandemic but like is also creating like a subset of another pandemic mm-hmm. sort of it's not necessarily it's they're trying like they're trying it's supposed to be trying to help right like all of these medicines people are trying to create them to help people but yeah. sooner or later it gets to a point where somebody who is in the business side of the of the company is like all right like how can we maximize how much profit we're making off right this? and with drugs like these that are can be abused like mm-hmm. people are going to abuse them mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I feel like you know they're both medicines that serve a purpose mm-hmm. and but it's just their abuse potential that yeah and it's sad that they 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 had to have known they definitely knew this because you do yeah. trial runs with these drugs and you have people who use them over long durations of time and they see how they affect them so it's not like they had no idea that this was some kind of super addictive drug that could be abused you know right um and i'd say 
Suboxone is like a step forward because it's it's definitely better than like methadone. Mm. Methadone's another form. Yeah, sort of is another drug to help with like opiate. Yeah, so it pretty much just helps you get off of right the oxycontin, mm-hmm. but um, or any yeah any opiate. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like I feel like a lot of people feel some sort of way if they have people in their life that had trouble with opiates or a lot of people yeah i want to stress that again we we did touch on this last pod but a lot of people are affected by the opioid pandemic mm-hmm. right and it doesn't just, discriminate no it does not um, but yeah i feel like once people saw this a lot i've seen this article everywhere recently and mm-hmm. um you know it's good it's like sort of some sort of justice mm. yeah i was thinking it's po- it has to be some kind of positive thing like right. it's definitely it's, it, it's it's bad that this company was able to rise and gain as much capital as it had right but it is good that it's like being put to a stop mm-hmm. and like also that you know they are taking some of the money mm-hmm. and they putting it to a better cost yeah that's true it's good that they... it'd be different because they could have just really rode it out and right, yeah. pled not guilty and then just paid all the lawyer fees for the next 10 years yeah and just milked the american public while they were doing it yeah so it came to a conclusive end and i think mm-hmm. rightly so yeah no i definitely say this is a positive win for the american people yeah especially with all that's going on right now it's just like Definitely need a win. Right. Definitely need this a win. definitely a win, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we're going to stay in the news topics. Uh, this one really uh, was just an interesting one going on just because so many people on social media were um, either asking questions about it or posting stories about it. Um, and uh, it's actually... Uh, the the special anti robbery squad, um, also known as SARS. Uh, I had to do some research myself just because I um, knew very little about it to start with. So um, we did a little bit of research uh, before the pod. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just pretty crazy that uh, a lot of these parallels between SARS and the police force in the U.S. Um, so just a little bit of uh, background information for it. Uh, SARS was a uh, police force unit that was created in 1992 with um, this part I really think is important just to latch on to that they were created to deal with crimes associated with robbery, motor vehicle theft, kidnapping, cattle rustling, and firearms. So uh, naturally that seems like something that in the 1990s people were probably really excited to have um, a police it seems force like just for that. Specific. Yeah, it is. It's 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 not a police. It's not the police state. It's a unit in the police. So it's okay. like the SWAT. So or like uh, ATF. Yeah, exactly. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not COVID nineteen. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> not COVID two SARS. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was a respiratory disease when I yeah, first I was heard it. I was like, why did I scared of it. SARS? I was like, right. SARS like. 
the COVID? That's gone, <laughs> like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, are we still dealing with that? Yeah. Like, it's a very re- rare respiratory disease. <laughs> like, 15 in, a, like, 100,000. Oh, wow. Um, but this is not that. No, it is not. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, Amnesty International, which is a rights group uh, that is uh, located in Nigeria accused SARS of using torture and other ill treatment to execute, punish, and extract information from suspects. So from from now, what we have found uh, more recently, 2017 to 20, uh, Amnesty International has come up with 82 cases targeting men between 17 and 30. Uh, and I quote, young men, this is from Amnesty International, quote, Young men with dreadlocks, ripped jeans, tattoos, flashy cars, or expensive gadgets are frequently targeted by SARS, the group said. So, are they... This SARS group is just targeting men, like, and without, like, evidence torturing them and executing them? Mm-hmm. So they're they're literally just pulling people off the streets who look like they may have a little bit of money or looked like just young guys who I can't tell if it's just like a like a um a because they are young guys with dreadlocks and nice cars, it's like, okay, these guys just they're too too cool or it's like a male thing, I'm not sure, but Yeah. It's just naturally they aren't even supposed to be doing they're they're wrongfully associating their ideals that they had in 92 in outlandish ways now which don't really make any sense yeah so they're profiling people mm, pretty much they're which like, is oh that guy looks like a he rustles some cattle mm-hmm. which is weird um, it's like i think that it's also should be said that this is the parallels with the united states police force i'm not yeah i don't think it's just a race thing i think that it's also just something that people in power may yeah just do and it's it's just pretty sad to see that it's like when people say black lives matters it also pertains to this situation right here like just you can't just profile somebody like that and especially the way radical and ridiculous ways that i've seen i saw a video recently um as we're literally record, we're researching this. I see a video of uh, a couple of SARS uh, officers, and they have a guy being hung by his ankles and his wrists up like a pig, and they have him over a fire, and they're spinning him with logs over his neck, telling him to keep him up. And when he drops them, they slap him. They put the logs back up on his neck. And they're spinning him and just, like, beating the shit out of him. Jesus, that's horrific. And it's, it's absolutely. It's like, how could... You're supposed to be a part of the police force. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where is the justice here? Where is the democracy here? Where is the... There's no trial. This guy's yeah. just being strung up. Like, he's an animal or something. Huh. It's pretty dark stuff. What is, like, bringing this... What is bringing attention to this? Oh, I love that. So, um, uh, 
I want to. It's is it's, it just confused people being confused? Well, it's about SARS and COVID. And yeah, and people are like, wait a minute, <laughs> what the fuck SARS. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It has to be. You know, what's really funny though. It has to be a small percentage yeah, of people are I definitely bet, yeah. like us, and we're like, what the hell, SARS? I thought we were done with that, and like search it up. Oh, special yeah. okay. But what's but what what's actually been very crucial to this um movement in Nigeria yeah. is the is the um the youth, and the fact that uh that weird interesting stat from the new york times that half of the nigerian population is under the age of 19 so that's so crazy the majority like half of the nation is on social media so yeah they've been bringing a lot of attention to it and posting a lot about it so naturally we said that uh they're targeting men between 17 and 30 um mm-hmm. it'll probably take a little i'm really interested in this the fact that half of your population is under 19 in a solid demographic of that is 17 to 30. You know what I mean? So right, yeah. it must be a large majority of people are mm-hmm. being targeted by SARS. Um, yeah. But interesting enough, as of October 12th, uh, President Muhammadu Buhari. Muhammad who? Muhammadu <laughs> Buhari. Great name. Great name. Muhammadu. I love it. It's a sick name. Uh, I, I hope that my love for his name, uh, like how cool his name equals to how cool he's gonna, his actions. Yeah, exactly. Thank (laughs) you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Uh, but as of October 12th, uh, president, uh, Buhari, uh, has agreed to disband SARS as of 10 days ago. Uh, but the problem that people have found is he didn't expect this, but his, his subordinates, have come out and said that the SARS officers would be deployed elsewhere in police systems. So naturally, if you could think one step ahead, you could see where this could be a problem. Like you're not right. I think that the problem is beyond just the name SARS. It's beyond just the special operation. Because how those officers are acting. Like if they're continue to be in a place of power, or a mm-hmm. position of power, mm-hmm. then they'll probably continue acting the way they are. Mm-hmm. And this is just, I think, that when you have nations like this, this is a problem in our nation, too, where we have poor officers who are allowed to stay in office or allowed to keep their jobs yeah, even if they do a poor job, even if yeah. that they, they, um, they kill someone in broad daylight, if they use... Uh, overextensive force and it's just kind of sad it's really sad to hear and see um and it's 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 a huge problem over there too because people are also upset that beyond sars just the the layout of the nation people are upset because uh there's been misuse of funding during covid also under muhammadu buhari uh the bureau of public uh procurement data showed that the health ministry had spent $96,000 on a thousand eight hundred and eight ordinary face masks. So that's about $53 each. Something fishy there. That's a lot of money just to be moving yeah. anywhere. You know what I mean? Frivolously. So in like what they're just regular masks, just regular run of the mill face masks you could sounds buy at like, the store. Yeah, sounds real fishy because that doesn't. 
Yeah. So you can see why, why so much of the nation is upset. Um, and that they don't want to just hear someone come out and cause Buhari can say this, that he's going to disband SARS, but we'll see. It has yet to be seen if he actually does it. Um, I just really hope for the people over there. I just see a lot of horrific things like, uh, uh, people getting sprayed down for publicly protesting peacefully, public peaceful protests, and people are getting sprayed down with fire hoses. Yeah, that's not people right. getting shot in the street. Um, it's just, it's just not right. Especially the abuse of power is just ridiculous. Sad. Um, yeah, and I, I also, I from just studying this and looking up on it, um, it's really interesting seeing how similar it is to the U.S. movement. But also, um, in the New York Times, they're talking about how, um, naturally, Nigerians are asking for more funding for the police force. They believe that, they also think that SARS is acting this way because they're underfunded. So, we had a New York Times analyst come out and say, well the U.S. should be looking at the Nigerian system as they're asking for more funding and they can clearly see how uh, how uh, more funding can help their cause. The U.S. should be thinking the same. But the problem is here is I think that the Nigerian public should be looking at the, U- the U.S. system where even where we're so overly funded and so yeah. overly militarized, these problems still happen. Right. So it's really not what, uh, what people are asking for when they're asking for the defunding of police isn't to defund them and just move all that money and keep it in our pockets. It's just, uh, reallocation of money. So right. more therapists, um, uh, better systems for, um, inmates to learn uh reform yeah not just necessarily defunding the police we right. just think they need more help but in other areas not just force and guns and yeah. violence that's the thing so people th- like people think the Niger the SARS needs more funding or yeah. the police they think that the police system needs more funding they still want SARS to be disbanded, but they believe that the police system should be gain more funding. That doesn't make sense. I don't think that it's going to be a necessarily equivalent. You, I don't think just because there's more funding no. that you're going to have more violence from the police. If it was in Buhari's case, if Buhari's mind, he wants them to just shuffle the deck a little bit and yeah. hope that the members of SARS are just reformed after like, they disbanded. If you think all the SARS people that are tying people up and put mm-hmm. them on like a hog tie mm-hmm. on a stick. You think you want to give them more money yeah. and more uh, yeah. resources. Even to, if like, you split them up. Creative with, <laughs> yeah. you know, they'll just Absolutely. make more extra, like yeah. ridiculous ways bullshit. to torture people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with more money, they're just going to do more outlandish right. things. Well, I hope they end up disbanding and, mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't move mm-hmm. those officers to other positions of power. Like if they do, hopefully the the police officers can like keep them in line. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel bad because you got uh uh you because I want to I forget who said who had the quote, but it was uh the equivalent of like a senator in Nigeria, someone 
um, a politician in in Nigeria who was an older man, like 35, 40. Yeah. And he's saying, like, I'm really happy to see all of the young uh, people getting behind this and really trying to uh, push for reform. But then he's like, once all this happens, we haven't really seen any reaction from the government. He's like, it feels like I've been here before. He's like, <laughs> he feels like it's just no point in even trying because nothing right. ever changes. He just feels like it's another generation that was able to do nothing. Damn. Yeah, it was sad to hear. I'm like, it's it's crazy. Just like, change is just slow and it's ridiculous. I hear so many it people is. just want it to happen so fast. Like, for yeah. me personally, I can't just, I just can't. I want change and I'm willing to be a part and of I it. I want it now. I can't do that though. <laughs> I can't be a want change, want it now. There's people like that, not yeah. me though. Because it's like, you want your iPad now, though. I do. God, don't even get me started about that. The second <laughs> I forget about it. Uh, yeah, but I really just hope for Nigeria, and I hope that uh, the young people can find um, can find the energy to keep fighting against yeah. this. Keep it up, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Where what, Does that make sense is with you? Definitely. We'll follow up with it. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy stuff. Should we move to yeah, our next like segment? Here. Yeah. So, um, actually, we're gonna get back to one of our older segments: existential questions. Existential questions. Should we take a communal breath? I like it. I like the energy that we got going right now. Existential questions. I haven't looked at this question yet. Mm. I just read it. You read it? Yeah. All right, but all right, before um, you can uh, formulate any ideas. Yeah. Uh, we I have an interest in I like it's um hope you guys at home will like it too. Is the meaning of life the same for animals and humans? <laughs> I'm going to say no. And I'm going to explain why. Okay. And I might change my answer while I'm explaining why, because I'll <laughs> think of some new stuff and then I'll change my answer. Okay. That's a good question then. It's a good question. Though. Yeah. So animals basically live for survival, right? Pretty much. They are almost entirely fueled by like getting their next meal and mm-hmm. like drinking water and mm-hmm. staying alive. Mm-hmm. And sex. Um, That's also awesome. Yeah, they like fucking and humping and stuff. Yeah, production. Um, whereas humans do that, but it's not our only focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we like sort of. Because do you think do you think animals get happy or not? Do you how what's like the emotional range you think animals have? I think that I it really depends on which animal we're talking about because I think for a level of thinking, squirrels and up yeah. probably have some kind of some kind of happiness. Yeah. Do you think that's strictly based on like food that they find? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times, definitely. 
Because aren't there like, don't scientists say that like animals just reproduce just to reproduce? They don't really mm. gain they much don't have any pleasure, pleasure from, from it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of times, like uh, most animals um, don't reproduce year round yeah. like humans do. So they'll have that pleasure, but only for three months out of the year. Yeah. So, whereas, like, humans can become happy from, like, a wide range of things, and they can be upset by a wide range of things, too, like, what other people think of you and, like, you know, the internet and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, In recent, yeah, the internet. So, the meaning of life for humans can be a lot... More broad. Yeah. And, like... I don't know. There's a wider variety of like meanings of life or like what people can find fulfillment in Mm. as opposed to animals who sort of go through life just looking for their next meal and like how to survive. But then there's dogs and like dogs are sick. Dogs are way different. And dogs are like, you know. Like me and my dog are like on the same wavelength all the time. Dogs are really interesting. They've um, yeah, it's very interesting. I've always um, because I'm always I'm really into just evolution and uh, how animals can closely evolve next to humans and how our uh, monkeys are funny too. They are. It's really interesting, and it's such a well for dogs specifically. They've only been around us for like. 10 20,000 years yeah but now today they can recognize when we're happy sad scared scared they can understand smiling they can understand laughter yeah and if like you and in a, a lot of cases if they're able to if they know that you're in trouble they're gonna try if they know how to save you you yeah. know what i mean that's that's something that no other animal can do, you know what I right. mean? So dogs definitely have like a different level of some something, at least an understanding of yeah, because they're not smart, but their understanding of people is, uh, yeah, very interesting. And cats are sneaky because to a dog, the meaning of life is you, like you're yeah, the center yeah. of the universe to them, but right, because you feed them and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they because it's weird because they. Because dogs have no sense of regret. So, this is people of you. Uh, so, they don't know. So, for people, they live through life. And if you don't do something, you regret it. And then you look forward and you say, how can I fulfill my other dreams or fulfill my other duties so that I don't feel that feeling of regret? Yeah. Dogs just don't even have that. So, it's hard to gauge what their meaning of life would be. Cause a lot of our meaning of life is based on. Yeah. On that's true. I th- our successes and hand in hand with our regrets. Right. Or so failures. We sort of like supply the dogs with their meaning. Mm. Cause like we can punish them or like scold them for mm. doing bad shit. And then they like, are like, okay, well shouldn't do that. Hmm. Cause they, but they can't even tell that part. They just yeah. know like you're yelling, so they know they have a sense of sadness because they're in the moment, and it's like, yeah, because whatever they did, it's like gone. Yeah. So right. you have to reinforce it with 
habits. Repetition. It's not, yeah, you can't yeah. just yell at them one time and be like, don't piss on the floor. And they're like, damn, I really regret pissing on the floor. I'm not going to do that <laughs> Never shit again. anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to do that <laughs> shit no more. I can yell that. Uh, if only that were the case. I I'd so have so many that. dogs. I know. <laughs> Hundreds. I'm like working. But that's the it in the, you. It goes into the next part of it where we've actually agreed that like our meanings of life are different. So would the criteria to get into the afterlife, if possible, even be the same? Like they say, oh, all dogs go to heaven. But yeah, what if th- that dog did a lot of raping? Who knows? They don't. But they don't have. It don't even matter if they did. Who cares? Yeah. They don't like after well, I a mean, few minutes. It's like whatever. What if a dog raped a bunch of babies? Is it going to heaven? Yeah, but I think like, or a dog the, ate a dog ate a baby. I think that you'd has to be based on intent, and what I think that actions only the actions don't matter. Intent matters. So if if I accidentally hurt your feelings by yeah. saying something, you can't be mad at me if it was accidental because I didn't intend to hurt your feelings. Like, it's different if I say, like, oh, my gosh, Mike, you're mad ugly. And then if it's like, Mike, you're mad ugly. Like, if I'm coming at you, like, okay, oh, if I well, see a stop girl- attacking me. Yeah. Please. Like- um, but that's, like, that's interesting you say that. But, like, I'm thinking of it on, like, because serial killers – I don't think, I mean, I'm sure some of them just do the killing, like, for themselves. I think a lot of them are psychopaths, and they're so into themselves. Yeah, but they can convince themselves, themselves. right? They can convince themselves that they're, like, doing the right thing, or, like, their behavior is justified. So, in that, like, with what you were saying, that would mean that, like, serial killers, like, because their intent is like you know oh i'm doing the right thing but that's like for me that's a justification of actions not that doesn't change the intent was to kill like i don't think in any circumstance you can have the intent to kill unless it's in defense okay but if it's like even if you're telling yourself oh yeah like this person has to die because there's too many blondes on the street like (laughs) all the blondes have to die jesus why are you? <laughs> That's Why'd that I come to your head, bro? Automatic, right? <laughs> I already Gotta had get that. Rid of all these yeah. blondes. I already had that in my head. That's already like something I've been thinking about for years. All right, this is going to be the last episode of Does That Make Sense? <laughs> yep, I'm never I'm, seeing Z again. I'm incriminated. Yep, we're calling the police <laughs> right at the end of pod. Uh, um, if you find my body, uh, mm-hmm. in a body, yeah, you know why. You know why. You know what happened. Uh, um, but the wow, this is a tough question. It is tough. Um, because it depends on like what you believe in the afterlife too, mm. or or because if if because my thing is is if if someone listening and for us if the meaning of life is different between animals and humans then i don't think that you would be able to see any animals in the afterlife 
Yeah. I think it would just have to be something that's only for people. Like they say all dogs go to heaven, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. They're all good boys, though. I do love them. I think, but I think if we're based on this question where if based purely on the meaning, they just don't have enough understanding of it. Damn. I think... I don't know. I feel like dogs do go to heaven. And I feel like cats go to hell. And I feel like... Um, nodding in agreement. Nodding in agreement. I don't know. I don't know whether... I don't think... I bet every dog goes to heaven. Because, like, they don't know any better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't, like, really do that much harm. Mm. I don't think. And they're doing, like, out of survival. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about the afterlife. I ain't seen it. Yeah, nope. You seen no, it? Nothing about it. Nope. Nobody has. Nope. nope. <sighs> Should uh, we take a crack at this next one? Yeah, you want to check it out? Okay. If someone you loved was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person and would you love them just as much? Atomic level, does that Every that include like well, where are the memories stored? Just oh, yeah. in atoms in the brain? Memories are weird. Um I'm saying that Yeah, they would have the same memories. Well, do you get that? So awful, though. Like, do you get to fight the guy who killed whoever was in front him. of you? The guy who killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, I just feel terrible with my answer. <laughs> Why? Because I'm saying like, I'm saying no. Uh, I'm saying like pretty much yeah. Ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Like as long as you never have that thought, like. You are the same, but at like the end of the no. day, you're like not really the same. Like you are, but I know you're not. Like I just think of you wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym type of stuff, and then I'm like, nah. It's I don't. it's pretty much the same person though. They kiss the pretty same, much, they love the like, same, they they bake the same, they yeah, cook but they the same. wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. They here bro. now though. You can't you can't say oh you wasn't here before, but who's here now? A fake person. <laughs> Yo, this is replica. Cap. This is Cap. Y'all are hearing this Cap. Mike, you would be the same. You'd be like, word, like, I let's guess go. It would, it She's like, back. He's back. I mean, back. it depends, like, who it is. Like, I, if it's someone that you're really close to, I feel like I would be like, oh, that's, like, sad that it's not their original copy. Mm. Yeah, but you forget, but like, like, two like, seconds say later. It's like, fucking, you know, some guests at the restaurant. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a guest <laughs> at the restaurant. I'll be like, what? Who cares? But if it was like somebody, I mean, I love really all my guests. For, yeah, but I ain't gonna loving them the same. Like, like if it was you and me, like it's like, bang, you're gone. And secondly, oh shit, you're back. <laughs> yeah, like all right, word, let's get it cracking. Oh, like, shit, you're back. Pod fourteen's coming. But like, 
if it's right in front of you, I'm glad that they. Ah, what the fuck? I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad they phrased it that way because if it was just like if someone died and then another person came and it was like the same exact. That'd be a pretty that'd be sick different. trip. Imagine like them dying in your arms and you just like watch the light leave their eyes and then. Two seconds later, it's like, yo, what the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yo, what happened? Like, I'm back. Like, yo. <laughs> That'd be trippy, yeah. But to watch him just get killed, I wish that we would address the person that did the killing, but I don't know. I don't think I would love them just as much. I think I'd just a little bit the less. Same, right? Pretty much, but like pretty much don't once every like x him. amount of time i'd be like all right like this is weird but if you're the closest approximation i got i'd rather you did nothing <laughs> clone mike yeah well, clone I, I take him there's nothing that what else am i supposed to do just not not take him <laughs> god you're really gonna kill me huh hey look if they had a co- clone body of you <laughs> I would take the clone. I could, if I had nothing else, I'm taking the clone. Take the clone. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying no. I wouldn't love them as much. I'd pretty much love. Uh, all right, so I either have to pick if I'm gonna love them the same or not. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to say I'm gonna love them the same. Okay. Fair answer. Feel terrible saying that. Nah. I'm glad I got it off my chest though. Yeah, I mean, we give it to you raw here mm-hmm. on DTMS. All right, we don't edit. Nope. Ever. Mm-mm, no. It's one take. What goes goes. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Fuck it, we'll do it live. You've seen that, right? That video. No. Oh my god. There's so many videos video. people are always supposed to send. Bill O'Reilly. It was like years oh, and the, years ago. Oh, I was like, oh, well, oh, fuck oh, it, we'll O'Reilly? do it live. No, no, no. no. Oh. He guy. was doing like news tonight, like some sh- fucking news night show, and like someone was fucking up the teleprompter and it wasn't working. And he's like, oh, "Fucking fix it, fucking mm. fix it." And then he has his papers and he's like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." And like they're recording and he didn't know they were recording and shit. All right, well, it's funny. You gotta see it. Ah, hmm. <sighs> well, then. That was a nice existential discussion. I like that a lot. That was a good one. Those are some good questions. Yeah. That definitely hurt my brain a little bit. Mm. I want to hear other people's answers, too. Yeah. I definitely want to hear uh, the the last question we asked, too. The creator of the coffee. So you can hear, like, that you're not a bad person. So more people. (laughs) Please. At least one person be fucked up. Please. I just need to be a little normal. Like I need some normal right now. Please. (laughs) Someone show yourself, but please, uh, DM us at DTMS underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, I have a lot of fun. Yeah. I have a lot of fun with the answers to the existential question. Yeah. It was fun. Um, we uh, are continuing with our fruit basket bracket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we did the results video mm-hmm. for the first round on YouTube mm-hmm, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the matchups this week are avocado versus pear. Um, yes, avocado versus pear. And mm-hmm. passion fruit versus apples. Mm-hmm. Should be quite the matchup. Should be the match of the century. Mm-hmm. My favorite one's going on. I can't tell you guys because I don't want to create bias, but my favorite one is in this. 
group. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned to learn more about Z's favorite fruit. Yeah, shoot me. Um, other than that, follow us on Instagram. Like I said, at underscore no at DTMS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z just got our podcast on Apple Podcast. Yeah, really excited. Happy holidays. Yes, yeah, happy so, holidays. <laughs> it's on Apple Music. You know who I'm talking about. Happy holidays. So we're gonna figure out how to like get that on some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll be advertising that. So now we're gonna be on Spotify and Apple. Absolutely. Um. And yeah, we got the YouTube videos up. We'll get the fruit basket out mm-hmm. next week, sometime early next week, probably. But yeah, that's it. I think, right? Yeah, we're we all set. Anything? I'm all set. Yeah, I'm all set. My grievances have been aired out. Nice. I feel great. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Does It Make Sense or mm-hmm. Does That Make Sense? Absolutely. Whatever our show is called. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. See you soon. Peace. Peace.